And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim, I am your host. Thank you for joining us today for our episode with Mr. Blanco Brown. For those of you that, you know, watched the Instagram and stuff over the weekend, you saw we went and saw Blanco last Friday at Off the Rails in Worcester, um, a sponsor of ours. Thank you so much to them. Um, we had a great time. Um, we We got there and... I got there really early, which is typical of me. And so I got there early. I had, um, he had a couple of openers. We had Cameron, who is a local that um, I've become really good friends with. Um, she's super great. Um, we've been working on some stuff together. And then we had Lacey K. Booth, um, who is going to be on the show next week. She's our guest next week because we were able to get her on the show too. Um, so I got there early. Um, I know I'm saying I'm a lot today for some reason. And we interviewed her. Um, We had interviewed Blanco earlier in the week so that um, the schedule for him on Friday wasn't crazy, crazy, crazy. But I think it was to our benefit because we got a lot of things out of Blanco in the next, you know, 40 minutes that I don't think we would have gotten if we would have been in person. So I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, I hope to have Blanco on again because I think there's more to his story than, than we hear here. But... Um, then, you know, that's that's to be seen, right? Anything is possible. So a big thank you to Blanco and his team, to uh, to Vince, to Ian, to Off the Rails for helping set this up. It was a it was huge for us. Um, you know, we get to say hi to Blanco before the before the show it was pretty funny. I went back into the green room before he hit the stage, and I was like, "Hey, Blanco, you know, I'm I'm Jim for the Boots and Whiskey podcast." You know, and he was like, "I knew I'd recognize your voice." You know, just kind of like that. I was like, "That was that was pretty cool." Um, you know, and I, I gave my condolence to him for, for Leslie Jordan, and we talk about it in the episode, so I won't get into it too much right now. Um, but yeah, so that's that's it. Um, it was a pleasure to meet Blanco, to have him on the show, and we had a great time seeing him live. It was it was a lot of fun to see the Get Up Live after hearing it nonstop with, you know, having kids and shit for the last three years. It's pretty much been on permanent rotation in the kitchen when dinner's being made, so... Um, it was very exciting uh, to the to the boys when I said, "Hey, you know, this is the guy I'm talking to tonight." Um, but yeah, so thank you, Blanco. Thank you, everybody that was involved with this, and I hope you enjoy our episode with Blanco Brown. Stay tuned. Artist friends, local friends, and everybody looking for a little bit of Nashville here in Central Mass, come check out Off the Rails in Worcester. You can go see their website, offtherailsworcester.com. They have their restaurant menu. They have their venue schedule. Go check them out. Real good friends of ours here at the show. You don't want to miss out on this place, offtherailsworcester.com. Again, restaurant, a little taste of Nashville, and a great music scene. Come check it out. Hey, Blanco. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm blessed. Coming along. Awesome. Glad to hear from you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I, I appreciate your time so much, my friend. Thank you. 
So you're coming up here this weekend to off the rails in Worcester. You're doing a, you know, you're doing a weekend tour. What, what's been going on with you music wise in the last couple of years? Man, I've just been working. Um, had an accident in 2020 that set me back a lot, and then you know the pandemic was going on. But I've been taking it easy, and um, up until about a year ago, where I started back recording and trying to get records done, even through throughout the um, rehabilitation, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Now, are you completely healed from your accident? My, I mean, technically, my bones and stuff, they, they are healed. Um, they should be to 100%. Are still doing what they do, and I still go through pain every day. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. You know, I've, I've, I was in an accident a few years ago, and I still have pain constantly all the time. So I, I totally feel you with that. Now, th- yeah, that's it's, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's brutal. But you know what? We get through it, right? Every day. Um, now, for the shows you're doing now, are are you kind of like getting just getting your motion back and your you know the that you know getting on a bicycle again? I guess if you would say that um, that sense of oh, I know how to do this, I can get back into the groove of it. Oh uh, yeah, I rode a bike um, during my nobody's more country video. Yeah. So that um, I mean, you don't lose that once you. You know, you know how to do it, and you've been doing it for a minute. Yeah. But if the question is, am I road? You, hey, no time soon. Let's put it like that. That's right. And, you, and you I don't take... really imagine doing it. I may ride my bike, but I would be lying if I ain't say I wasn't the adventurous type. And if a group of us get together and they want to go do some baggers or something, I might say yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one day at a time, right? You know, you'll get back to it. One we got to be in another country. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it ain't no rush. Right. I, no, the bike I don't didn't do that to me. It was, it, a, it was a guy. Yeah, well, it's always it's always somebody else, right? Not um, all time. Now, so what but you, yeah, this time. <laughs> yeah. Now, for these shows that you're doing and the, for the show that you'll be up here this weekend for, you know, what are we expecting from you? Man, I'm gonna have um, professional fun. That's what we call ourselves, professional funners. People, I love it. Here to get up and they think it's this one song, this one guy singing this song, and this is the all and be all. And a lot of them don't even realize what I look like. They just been hearing the song for years and still have no clue. I find yeah. that out every every single day of my life. I find that out, but um. When I get on stage, man, you're going to get a little bit of hip-hop, a little bit of country, well, a lot of country, a little bit of hip-hop, some R&B melodies, and I like to switch up the show and bring a full, wide spectrum of what music really is. It's not about one sound. It's about the positivity in the music for me. Yeah, no, absolutely. No. You know, I know you grew up in Atlanta or, you know, on the, uh, you know, outside of Atlanta and in the country in Georgia. Now, how did that, how did you get to the point where you at, where you're at, where you, you know, you blend that country music, songwriting and that style with, you know, hip hop and, and R&B and that sort of thing. How did that come together? I just love all the genres and 
I decided not to pick one. Why not pick them all? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, music is abstract. It should never be boxed up because it's too big for boxes. Right. And for me, I wanted to do exactly what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it. And when I get in that mood, can't nobody stop my, my mindset. Yeah, you know, even with the get up, you know, you brought something, I think, to country music that, you know, at the time it definitely needed. And, you know, over the last few years, you know, we've seen more and more country artists bring in that that hip hop element into it. And, you know, I would credit you with a lot of that. Yeah, man, I thank you so much. I, you know, I like my flowers while I'm here because I died one or twice and I ain't have my flowers. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's crazy because when I first started, I signed my deal in 2018. We didn't announce my deal. We didn't do press. We didn't do anything. The record label kept it quiet so that we can, you know, uh, bring this body of work to people like they never heard before. <laughs> then, um, of course, Lil Nas X came out of nowhere. Like, Phew. yeah, he was already doing his thing. And um, he dropped that record in December. My, my album, my EP was slated to come out in the summer of 2019. Lil Nas X was already taking off, so I was just like, he he went straight for the hard sound, which I had Country Time, was going to be the first single, followed by 10 Whiskey, like a dual drop, and I decided to go left field of what I felt like he had embodied in that one moment, and I put out a dance song that was fun and happy, and I mean, purpose over everything, what I stand for, so I'm glad it did what it done. Um it's now the biggest line dance song of all time. That's yeah. that's a blessing. And you know, it's great. It, you know, I remember the first time I heard it, and I'll, I'm not gonna lie to you, I thought it was almost like a ripoff of Little Nas X, and you know, trying to like, I don't want to say clap back, but like, here, here's a better version of what you're doing. And I gotta <laughs> tell you, you know, I think the Get Up is played in my house twice a day, every day since two class nights. <laughs> Man, that's a blessing. Thank you much. Yeah, the family. Uh, I said thanks. Yeah. Also, I mean, what's so crazy? Lil Nas X is from Bankhead. I'm from Bankhead. His parents and my parents are friends. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um. A lot of people haven't even put those two things together. Wow. So is is there a is there like a little like kind of like a almost like a sibling rivalry with your music now at that point? Oh no, it ain't that. It's all love. I it, love it. It's so, you know what's so funny? In 2019, when he was at his biggest moment and I was at my biggest moment, um, he walked up to me at the ACM Awards and said, my dad told me I got to get a picture with you or he going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody was looking at him like, Lil Nas X just walked up, the Blanc, walked up to Blanco and said this. This is pretty cool. So then we took a picture and stopped the whole show. That's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. Yep. So, I mean... Dope kid, man. I mean, like, he doing his thing. And he he did exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. I commend him for that. Don't yeah. stick with what people think you should do. Do exactly what your heart desires. Yeah. You know, I, I got to listen to a bunch of your songs that you've released so far. And I got to tell you, um, you know, I didn't grow up in the, you know, the rap or the hip-hop world. You know, it was very um, classic rock. You know, Led Zeppelin, The Beatles, Tom Petty. Um, obviously I grew up in a time where, you know, Tupac and Biggie and all them were, you know, huge. Right. 
Yeah. Um, so I got a lot of that. I got a little bit of that um, growing up. But I got to tell you, what you're doing with your sound and with country music, it's 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 almost nostalgic for me. Man, I I appreciate you for saying those words. Like, I made music based on my life events or somebody else's life events close to me or something yeah. I felt like the world needed to hear. And I feel like my first album album haven't been appreciated because people don't know it's there. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, for, for a kid, you know, for a kid, for a guy my age, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now. And, you know, I hear your stuff and the way you blend, like I said, the blend that country and that hip-hop. You know, for, for a kid that grew up in the middle of nowhere, like literally out in the middle of the country, you know, hearing your sound and your storytelling ability, like your version of country hip-hop reflects much more with me than you know some of the greats you know biggie and tupac and eminem you know all those guys you know i i love their music right but i can relate to yours a lot a lot better thank you so much i mean i just wanted to make something real something authentic and i didn't want to have to choose sides yeah i love them both trailer park trailer park music meets trap music i just bridge the gap i call it trailer trap yeah and it's awesome it's very unique it's very you know I, I'll play it, and I'm like, you know, my wife will laugh at me. She goes, you don't even like this kind of music. And I'm like, no, this is great. This is awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I, I can't wait for the world to catch on yeah. for what I'm you doing know, because the day that happens is going to be the biggest thing to hit this world. It really is. You know, you, you I think the pandemic really kind of, you know, screwed you a little bit, but I think you're, you're going to build that momentum up again and really explode and be like, listen, this is, this is the future. And I think, you know, it's going to, it's going to just, you're going to be like a freight train just rolling through. (laughs) Man. The funny thing is I don't desire to be like a huge artist. If I could live the perfect artist dream, I will be heard more than I will be seen. Yeah. I get it. I get it. So would you rather write the music than perform it? No, because I feel like legacy is divided by reality in real time. And um, in order for me to do something that's different and be efficient with what I'm doing, I must do it myself. Um, yeah. I can't allow anybody else to narrate the story or the sound because it's bigger than just the sound it's the purpose put behind it and only i can live my true purpose i know what that is can't nobody else live it for me and it's not just about the songs and the words it's about actually meaning having a meaning in this world full of songs that have no meaning right right yeah no that makes a lot of sense it really does yeah journey through the music world you know in the last few years how how have you become to do the things you've done you know you you had a you and everybody that follows country music knows you and tim mcgraw got together and and um saying don't take the girl together which you know i talk about it now and i think about the video and it like gives me goosebumps what was that like for you man it was surreal like i couldn't even fathom the moment honestly like to go from loving a song to one of your favorite people telling you hey would you like to sing with me today he's just like 
yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's a real. It don't even feel real. Even looking back at it. And I've sung um, a couple times with him since then. Uh, like, songs like, I like it, I love it, I want some more of it. Like, yeah. And it, each moment is just surreal to me. For real, for real. Like, growing up, listening to somebody that iconic and then actually being able to sing with them. And then seeing some of the comments of us singing together and how much people love my voice and my ability to deliver a song is just a, a full circle moment to me. A little kid that didn't think he could sing, now people want to hear you sing. That's a blessing. Yeah. yeah, you know, your your voice, you know, and all the songs I've heard and, you know, the, the stuff you've collabed with other artists with, you know, your voice really is, um, you know, it's it's almost like a religious experience. It's like going to church. <laughs> You know, it's it's a breath of fresh air, Bronco, and I mean that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I just sing from the heart, man. Well, you and, you definitely do for sure. Not just that, I sing from my whole body. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, with the, with the other things you've done, you know, like you you have um, you know, you have the hit with Parmalee. Now, how did that come together? Did you do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? Um. They reached out to me, and it just felt like something that had to happen. Yeah. They came down. Uh, Matt and Fannin, the manager, drove down, and we cut the vocals right here in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Purple Room, my homie Travis Cherry spot. And Travis didn't charge us a dime. We told him, hey, once this thing get our way out there, we're going to make sure you get a plaque. So we still owe Travis a plat, needless to say. I ain't forgot about it though. <laughs> so so you your home is still Atlanta then? Yeah, I'm in Georgia. Yeah. I'm I'm back and forth from here to Georgia, Carolina to California, across the hills of middle Tennessee. Nice. I love it. Nobody loves the country more than me. That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> now is that kind of what happened with Soul too, with Lee Bryce? I know you just released, um, you know, your version of that. Or did you take Soul and say, "Listen, I can make this a little bit better"? No, because Soul is is amazing. It is. Um, what happened? One of our what happened, songs, that's for sure. What happened with that record was, I was working with this producer, and he was like, "I'm working on this Lee Bryce remix. Would you like to be a part of it?" I already ran it by Lee Bryce. And I was just like, man, that'll be dope. I'm a fan. Yeah. He got some dope stuff going on. Yeah. And um, I end up cutting my version. I changed the words to what I felt like I would say. Undress your heart and love me to pieces. You're like my favorite days. Baby, you're the weekend. Like, that's a cold line within itself. You're like my favorite days. Baby, you're the weekend. Days of every week the weekend yeah so i just made the words um hey everyone don't forget to check out our friends over at the afterglowboutique.com that's the afterglowboutique.com or if you're local they have a great shop at 43 main street in blackstone massachusetts all boots and whiskey podcast listeners get 20 percent off at checkout with the promo code Boots. That's B O O T S at checkout for 20% off at the afterglowboutique.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. 
Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. About to be something that I would say instead of re-singing his second verse. feel like let's switch up some words like we used to do back in the in the day with the R&B and rap records, the 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 P Diddy's and whatnot. Like, yeah, had a new verse. It wasn't just re-singing the same thing over a different track, bringing a new element to it. Yeah, and you you brought your own element to it. That's for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had fun doing that record, and me and Lee Facetime and. Talk, you know what's so crazy? Um, we've never met each other. Oh no, I still haven't met him. I just cut the record. It's just funny how you could be separated, but together at the same time, and the world just feel like they know the story, but they have no idea. Yeah, um, we will be performing together for the first time though. Um, this Sunday coming up on the sixth at the CSAC Awards. So, oh nice, I'm glad to be. Glad to be going out for that. I'll be flying to there um, after one of my shows. That's awesome. That's so cool. I I can't wait to see that. That's going to be something. Yep, we're going to have fun, fun. Yeah. Now, are you going to the CMAs this year next week? Uh, I'm going to some pre-parties. I'm not sure about the awards. I think I have shows um, on the day of the award, but gotcha. I'll be there with my label, Broken Bow, nice. before things break. Yeah. Now, how how do you like doing those award shows and getting you know getting all dressed up and going to those things? Man, you know, I call myself sort of kind of like a a professional stylist. <laughs> I like dressing myself. I've never had someone dress me. Awesome. And even if I hire somebody to um, do anything creatively, like directing or co-directing. I've always had the idea of what I wanted to look like and what I wanted to be like. So um, you can only expect the best from me when I step on that red carpet um, every time. I just like having fun. That's my thing. Yeah. And, you know, for, from everything I've seen, that's all you know how to do. I don't think I've ever seen anything that's associated with you that is negative or, you know, really you know, disappointed. It's it's all positive and happy, and it's just awesome to see. And especially with the way the world is, man. Sometimes I be thinking I need a little negativity because <laughs> it, it like so much positivity don't get seen these days. People want to see you fail at something, right? Like, but I don't wish to do those things. I don't manifest those things. So I'm happy in my little bubble. That's awesome. I continue to create music, honestly, man, and bring joy to myself as I'm creating songs. And those songs bring joy to the world. It's like it's a double blessing because I'm okay with just listening to them myself if that's what we're going to do. But if we're going to put them out, I would like to push my stuff a little bit harder so that people understand what I do. Yeah. For years, I, I did those songs. That whole first album is songs from 2012 all the way up until oh, wow. 2019 when that EP and the album came out. So, I mean, man, I only imagine me bumping those type of records in my old schools, riding around Atlanta, yeah. and people not understanding what it was, but saying, man, that's new. 
and I would get into lifts and Ubers and do shared rides and play those records. That's how I chose to get up out of all the songs to go first. Because when people heard it, the, the looks on their face told me that it was something that the world needed. That's why I leaked that record, April 19, 2019. Wow. That's awesome. That's the way to do it. You know, I don't think a lot of doing it that way. And I think we should get back to that. That's awesome. Man, I got a lot of story. Like, a lot of people be like, this guy has to be a genius or he's an idiot. It's one <laughs> or the other. <laughs> and I mean, like, for me, the first week of my song, and I can't make this up because it's, I, I don't lie about anything. Like, I'm just going to tell them. For a whole week, I went to Apple Music stores at Cumberland and Lennox. And I would go and, and you know how they have the laptop sitting out that you could demo? Yeah. I changed every screen. Me and one of my friends changed every screen to Blanco Brown homepage with the get up playing. So that's whenever cool. somebody came in the store, they saw me first. That's when they awesome. Said, yep. That's a hell of a marketing tool. Man, I'm telling you, I was willing to do it all. I got to get back to those strategies. I didn't got a little money. I didn't got a little lazy. Right, right, right. Now you're going to hit the streets, Paco, and just start doing it I, yourself. I got to get back into hitting the streets and doing it myself. That's right. Now, what do you, music-wise, do you have enough stuff to put out another album, or are you kind of just, you know? Man, I can, I can play your whole album plus two or three, four more. Oh, wow. I got a song for days. Now, do um, you have plans I, to release them? You tell me. <laughs> no, I mean, but, hell, I, if it's up to me, put them out now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man, we pushed back my song that was coming out in October to January, and I, I ain't sure. But it's a smash. It's called I'll Never. And then I have a song coming out with my late dear friend, Leslie Jordan. Um, Rest his soul. November the 4th with Low Cash. And his team decided to still push it because it was a part of his journey. His love for music and the project and the body of work that he wanted to share with the world. I mean, he got records on that with Dolly Parton and some of everybody. So it's it's an amazing project to be a part of. We shot that video like two weeks before his passing. And it just, it was, it was, it was a hard week to deal with. Yeah. And and it still feels surreal, but I mean, can't change God's plan, right? And, and with all the positivity He was giving to the world, and all the prayers He was giving, and all the hymns, I felt like God, um, had his his own plans. Man, I love I love Leslie, so I'm just glad to be a part of a record with him and actually like following through with it. He reached out and it was one of his um, desires to do a record with me. He loved my positivity and what I stood for in music and the smiles and the joy I brought. And he sent me plenty of text messages and, and Instagram messages to let me know like Blanco, I seen this today and this cheered me up and they were playing your song. So I'm just glad to be a part of the, the narrative when it comes to him and the legacy that he left. Um, outside of that, November the 18th, uh, me and T.I. 
are dropping a song together and it's called trap still bumping so that's my trailer part meets trap side nice. it's more hood it's more hood and you don't get both sides of the world and maybe people start understanding exactly what i do and my hopes are is that people will hear these bodies of work and say man there's nothing that this guy can't do let's give him more let's give him more to do I want him to sing on this. I want him to actually, he's a real vocalist. Like I have people like Diane Warren saying I have the greatest vocal she ever heard. And then I have people like, you know who she worked with. And then I have people like one, one Morris from boys and men and boys and men. Like I work with them and stuff. And they stand, they say things like my, my tone and my feeling is unmatched. And that comes directly from one mouth. Like I'm talking about people that hear it and they get it. So I just want the world to understand what it is. You know, it's all these names you're dropping. It's, you know, it's, it's giving me chills because they're some of the greatest, you know, singers of all time. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to see boys to men at one point and, you know, and I've seen thousands of concerts. Right. And I can't, I can't tell you another three people to sing together as well as they did. That's what I'm telling you. And I mean, like, I've actually had the pleasure of vocal producing them. I've worked with several artists before I became an artist myself. A lot of people don't know it, but I, I had done the Myth Money for Fergie, the Chris Browns, uh, Bando Jones, the Monicas, uh, Kane Brown. I did Kane Brown working on his first EP. Wow. And, uh, one of the songs that I did with him back in 2012, he just put out on his, out on his new album called Riot. And um, I mean, like, it's just crazy how time, that's 10 years later. Yeah, you just put the song out, but um, man, I got an extensive history of working with artists and being Grammy nominated engineer and producer, uh, vocal producer, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, for like Childish Gambino, Two Chains, Jeezy, the list goes on. Wow. So, you know, I I gotta say I didn't know any of that. Well, Blocko, again, thank you so much for your time. It's been an absolute gift for me to have you here. Thank you so much for your time, man. I appreciate it. Of course, we can't forget our friends at the Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company out of Canada. That's drsupplyco.com. They have great stuff. All of the hats I pretty much wear, all the camo hats you see me wear either on TikTok or in pictures or whatnot all come from the dirt road scholar supply company a big thank you to those guys out there drsupplyco.com check them out canadian company great stuff check them out well there you have it everyone mr blanco brown wasn't that a lot of fun i thought it was fun i mean you're listening so you must have thought it was fun too <laughs> um, so thank you so much for tuning in um today it was it was an absolute pleasure to have blanco on the show um i'm still smiling ear to ear from the other night um you know i had said to blanco right before he got on stage i said to him i said you know i hope you you know you kill it tonight you know i'm very excited for the show and he said to me we're going to have professional fun and you know what? That's that's stuck with me the last few days because that's exactly what his show was. It was professional fun. I've never seen anybody in a well, that's not true. It's been a very long time since I've seen anybody with the vocal chops that he has um live. You know, the last time I think was Boys to Men, and we, you know, we talked about it in the episode where, you know, it, his sound, Blocko's sound, really brings me back to, 
you know, being a kid in the late 90s, uh, mid to late 90s, and, you know, some of those hip-hop artists, and then, you know, he's talking about, you know, country music and things that are all country-related. So I, I really appreciate everything, the story. You know, I, I could have talked to Blanco for shit, hours. I really could have um, to really get everything. So um, I didn't get to say it to him in the episode, but I did say it to him in person the other night. Um, my heart goes out to Blanco and everybody that was affected by the unfortunate and untimely passing of Leslie Jordan. Um, Blanco and Leslie were, were very close. So um, I send my, my love and thoughts and all of that to him and to everybody else that you know, knew Leslie well and were affected by Leslie's passing. So um, really, that's it. Next week, we have um, Lacey K. Booth will be on. Um, she will be on the show next week. Um, and then the following week, we have another hopefully pretty big guest that I don't want to talk about quite yet, just in case. You know how that works. Um, this week, we have coming up, we have Shane Smith on the Saints. We will be broadcasting on Instagram and Facebook and all that on Saturday. And then we are presenting um, a handful of awards at the New England Music Awards from Six String, uh, Six String Grill and Stage in Foxborough, Massachusetts on next Sunday night. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get some good shots from that. So stay tuned from that. Um, so really, without further ado, we'll see you next week. And until then, keep those boots on the ground and the whiskey in the glass, guys. Cheers.